0: All right, I just cannot believe that it's the last episode are Are you ready for this like are you i don't I don't know all right, all right, let's do this. Let's go today. We're going to talk about stress management lessons that we have learned this year. Mike you go first
1: well, the lesson is just to have fun even when microphones aren't working or things are falling apart whatever it is and why do you always need to take everything so seriously
0: seriously okay i guess i guess i could do that then if your lesson is not to take this so seriously my lesson will be not to take you so seriously okay (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) let's do this (laughs) running a successful business often means dealing with stress burnout, and exhaustion. That's why prioritizing your mental health at work is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. Hi, I'm Leanna Lee.
1: I'm Mike Vini, and this is Better Mental. Join us as we share tools, tips, and strategies to help you build better systems for health and business growth. Ready? Let's get to work. Hello, and welcome to better mental. My name is Mike Vini, and I am here with my lovely co-host, Liana Lee. Hello. Hi. Hi. And uh, today's a very special episode. We are going to reflect on season one, our very first season, the highlights, the lowlights, how our year went. We're going to share four golden nuggets for stress management lessons that we've learned that we want to share with you. And let's start with just you, Liana. I mean, I haven't spoken to you in a while, it feels like. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, I I guess it's been a few weeks, hasn't it? I'm doing good, yeah. I am still in the UK. We're heading back to the States soon and work has been pretty busy. So yeah, a lot to kind of think about and prepare for. It's good to be back. I mean, we ended up taking this past month off. Ironically, it was Mental Health Awareness Month and we're just like, what are we going to do for Mental Health Awareness Month? Nothing, <laughs> except record this episode, obviously. So <laughs> no, but it was good. I think I needed a little bit of downtime, downtime, which is not really the case. But downtime from the podcast and and just kind of relax a little bit. Um, so that's been good but yeah i'm I'm really sad that the season is over. I mean I know it's the podcast isn't over. We're gonna do this again next year or this later this year. Um, we're gonna see each other in person soon to record more episodes but still it, it is kind of sad. it's like that's still the end of something you know how about you how have you been what have you been up to?
1: Oh my! So much. It's Mental Health Month, as you said. I've been traveling to speak at lots of events.
0: Oh my God! Yeah, you must be so incredibly busy, or must have.
1: I have, and you know, for the most part, I just want to say, in the spirit of integrity, for the show and the listeners. All the work I'm doing, I'm maintaining my mental wellness, you know, and, and that's been one of the highlights in all of this. I've been busy with speaking, as I said, recording new course material and publishing my books. And so there's just a lot going on, you know, and at the same time trying to cut off work at a certain time and have my play time. So I'm, I'm starting to actually dare I say, have some balance. And like you, I'm feeling a little sad. Like this is the end of the first season. And um, it was a very good season. Yeah. I'd love to ask you, like, what, uh, what were some of your highlights and lowlights of this season?
0: Oh, oh, wow. Um, That's hard. I think not the highlights aren't hard. It's just like thinking like, Organizing them. I think the two biggest highlights for me were recording with you in New York last summer, last year, last fall, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. Late summer, early fall. And that was, that was wonderful. It was wonderful to see new and Donnell. It was wonderful to collaborate in person again for the first time in several years. So that was great. It was great to be back to that. And I would say, I'm not sure if you'd call it a highlight, but to me it was a highlight because it sort of hit me personally. I started to appreciate how these episodes can really get you through difficult or complicated times as you're listening to them. Because I swear, every time I produced an episode and was prepping an episode to publish with our team, I would be going through the exact same thing that we would be trying to get... Like, you know, that we would be talking about the episode. So it was really strange because I think the first time it happened was the stress-free reset. And I had just come to the UK and I was like trying to do last minute annual planning for my business. And then I think the next one was when we talked with Chrissy about talking to your clients about mental health. And I was like, oh, well, I have a story to share. I just had to deal with this recently and I wish I had taken my own advice. And so it's just been situations again and again like that where it's every episode has hit home, I think, for me this time around. And that's kind of awesome. I really enjoyed it. If there was a low light, I think it was probably getting used to producing a podcast on the go. Which now that I think about it is something that you've had to do quite a bit over the years. Cause I remember recording in your hotel room, like hotel rooms and hotel lobbies and conference rooms and and it was always like you were in and then you were out and you were gone the next day so kudos to you for that huge kudos but yeah that's been a bit of a challenge because we've you know we've had to battle audio issues and scheduling and and all sorts of things and just getting used to that and trying to find a balance there I think is was probably the biggest challenge for me. But I mean, all the episodes were awesome and I really enjoyed everything we did. Our team, the material, the topics, like I think the season itself, we did really well. I'm really proud of us.
1: Yeah. No, I I agree with you. I think... It was an incredible season. And for those of you that are new to our show, welcome. We actually had two previous podcasts we worked on together. And this is like the third iteration or evolution of our podcasting journey here, I should say. And and like what's been nice about Better Mental is just it's uh, been getting us both so excited, I think, which has been really cool to see. We're both excited about the episodes we're both really passionate about planning it and and we get into it. I mean, and we always have, you know, what you don't see behind the scenes is when Liana and I get together to talk. I mean, it's always, it's always a deep conversation. It's always a real conversation. And it's one of those types of relationships, I know for me, right? I just always walk away feeling uplifted and something I appreciate. So I think, yeah. you know, the, the highlight, I mean, I hate to be cheesy. I'm not trying to make you feel good, but it was working with you, you know, it's just been uh-huh. great. And that's, uh-huh. that's really been the highlight. The low light, you know, there's two. Okay. Uh, one was that episode where my chair was squeaking and you had to <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my god! You know? I remember there was one. I think during the trailer, wasn't there? Wasn't there a motorcycle that went right through? Like <laughs> while we were recording, yeah, there were some funny audio moments, but that chair was
1: my so- god. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'll, and I'm like looking at you like you're the one with the problem. You know. You know? <laughs> And every time I listen to that episode, I'm just like, oh, I just I, I focused it on the chair squeaking. And 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 some of the um uh uh sound issues we've had with uh doing it over um the internet when we've had to do those recordings. We generally like to do live in person face to face. But um that's been it, you know, it's been great. But I wanted us to go right into talking with everyone about these nuggets for stress management. So uh, four lessons that we've learned. So Leanna, let's start with you. What's your first lesson you want to share about?
0: Right. So lesson number one, I think probably the biggest lesson I learned that I'd like to pass on to you uh, this season over the past year is the advocacy lesson. And by advocacy, I mean supporting yourself and working on your own behalf. There's this Shakespeare quote that I really love, not to get super nerdy and literary, but I read it in a book once. Honestly, I did not take it out of Shakespeare. I only found out later that's where it came from. But the quote is, muster your wits, stand in your own defense. And that's from Love Labors Lost, uh, Act 5, Scene 2, I think scene three, possibly. Anyway, act five somewhere. Muster your wits, stand in your own defense. And I read that in a book once, and the book was about a young girl who was just going through a rough time and she was like, you know what, I can't do this anymore. I have to defend myself. It wasn't so much pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, but it was more like i have to realize how important i am and move forward thinking that and that's something i've had to learn kind of over and over and over again and i think it's a lesson that just bears repeating constantly because i've been living with mental health concerns disabilities for over 15 years now and Only for a fraction of those years did I truly self-advocate and did I truly prioritize my own health. And I'm proud of what I accomplished there, but I wish I could have started that journey earlier. I think a, a lot would have been different in my life. But yeah, so I think you can just always do a better job of advocating for yourself, no matter how long it's been. And I think it's so easy to cave into the pressure of thinking that we're being too selfish or just not saying anything because we don't want to rock the boat. But at the end of the day, it's just so important to say, no, this is what I need. This is what I'm struggling with. This is what I need to do. Even if it means being a bit uncomfortable or making other people uncomfortable sometimes. So yeah, there it is.
1: Yeah. Well, I have a confession. (laughs) Okay. You know, I make my living as a communicator. speaker, writer. I'm the CEO of my own company where I have to lead. But I've learned through listening to our episodes, I don't do the best job of speaking up for myself as I thought I did. And I don't actually ask for what I want or need generally from people the way I thought I did. And that was one of the gifts that therapy has given me too. Therapy, we've recommended on many different episodes as a great tool for mental wellness, no matter who you are. And it's really just taught me a lot about that, that I just really don't stand up for myself the way I thought I did. So that was a very powerful lesson for me that I could do a better job of that. So I took that advocacy lesson for a lot of things that you shared um, with me personally and, and on the show. And here's another lesson, the grounding lesson. This is one that I learned. And you and I both share a business coach We don't well no no, we don't share her. We both work with her. (laughs) Um,
0: You introduced me to her.
1: Yes, and, and she's awesome. And she has this term she's thrown out at me many times, locate, locate, locate. And it's all about centering yourself. And sometimes when life just gets chaotic, when things get overwhelming, the best thing you could do is just pause and ground yourself, whatever that means for you. And for a lot of us, that means being still. That means just shutting off your phone or just Putting it away for a little bit of time and just getting centered. And when you do that, wonderful things can come from that. The way I do it is through using my planner and meditation. When I use my planner and meditate in the morning, the day is so much better. Like, it doesn't matter how much is going on. And you know, my schedule, sometimes I'm on like two different flights, then I have to arrive at the hotel and you know, record with you or something like that and do a bunch of other meetings. So I'm just all over the place. And having that ability to pause has taught me so much, especially in a world where the hustle hashtag is still cool. A lot of people think that's cool to put that out there. So it's important to do that. Be intentional. And if you uh, check out the stress, exhaustion, and burnout episodes, you can learn a lot more about some tools you can use. And one thing I want to say is also just going down the rabbit hole. What do I mean by that? That's a term that is from actually Alice in Wonderland rabbit holes and for me going down the rabbit hole means I know I'm getting to the point where things are starting to get bad with my mental health maybe it's because of stress maybe it's not actually you know for some of us it's just we're just triggered into a place for reasons we don't understand. But either way, I know that when I'm starting to dance around that rabbit hole and peek in there, that's an important time to pause and ground myself. So that's one of the lessons that I learned. So you shared the advocacy lesson, We've got the grounding lesson. What what other lessons have you learned?
0: Oh, I just I just love what you said about about the rabbit hole, Mike, because that's been something that I've definitely had to take and learn from this this year for sure. Just coming back to that, and so I think oh, I think the second big thing, the best second big lesson for me, is called the "Do What Works" lesson. So during like early days of COVID, I had this like big energy boost, and I think like everyone was just sort of running around, you know baking bread in their bathtubs and ridiculous stuff and it was like experimentation and like victory gardens and it was all like all of this wild crazy uh creative stuff and then like my, by early summer we just burnt out or at least i did i burnt out hard And that was kind of, that led to me working with your, our business coach with the same business coach is I realized that I had access to some funds for business development, like the PPP loan and the EIDL, and that I could take advantage of those opportunities and do something for myself. So that led to me kind of working with a business coach and taking a really hard look at the systems and the way my business was set up and whether it was set up really to serve me or not. And I discovered a lot of things that were just not serving me well, like the way I was working, the way I was looking at my schedule, the way I was managing my energy. Like I had spent so much time learning to manage myself at really bad points. I had not done a lot of preventative maintenance or sort of proactive work. So it's taken a pandemic to get to this point. But my point here is that... Um, as you as you experiment as you learn as you test new systems it's really important to hold that flexibility close especially if you struggle with mental health because what will work for you one year may not work in a different at a different time or in a different situation systems that you've set aside for like your worst possible days may not serve you well uh, on your best days you know they don't always carry over and if something Don't try to fit into the systems that you've created, right? Your systems are created to fit around you. So if it doesn't support you at the the moment that you need it to, it's not right for you. There's something wrong there. It may not necessarily be the system itself. It may just be the timing. But I had a moment recently, it was a couple months ago, I was getting used to this new project management gig I'm doing. And it was so many calls from so many different time zones. I was traveling. So it was literally laptop on my lap in a in a B and b room, just trying to get stuff done before going out with friends. And I was just basically blind so I was getting to the point where my vision was starting to blur. I was that exhausted. And I was trying to send invoices in between calls just to kind of keep up with basic business stuff. And I had to give up because the system was just too complicated for my brain in that moment. And it occurred to me later that that may not be the best invoicing system for me. Like, maybe that's not the best platform if I can't use it when I really need to, but I have limited energy. So that's kind of what I mean. Like, on a good day, that might be fine. It's still complex, but it might be fine. On a bad day, it wasn't fine. So you kind of have to, like, do what works for you in the moment, but also be aware that those moments, your your functionality and your abilities and your energy and capacity will Change moment by moment. And maybe that means finding a system that's just simpler. Or more flexible, and it may just mean going back to the drawing board and experimenting and testing some more. So anyway, it's just just keep working at it until you find the right solution for you, and retest it until it works for you. And it, as Mike, as you said, we had you know this chat a little while ago, and you were really struck by that quote. And, and something that I've kind of in this do what works vein, I've had to tell myself over and over recently is rigidity is not an option.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Say that again, please.
0: Rigidity is not an option.
1: Cool, it's recorded, so this is official <laughs> now, like a legal document. Play this back for you in the future.
0: <laughs> and the second part of that is: do not mistake rigidity for consistency.
1: Whoa. It's so
0: important to be consistent. When it comes to how you're presenting yourself, your business, how you're growing your business, how you're supporting your mental health and your work. But if you're, you're rigid and you can't be flexible about the systems you use or your schedule or the work you take on or how things happen each day, then it's going to be a real struggle. So yeah, that's kind of. I have had to really take a lot of this on board so I really hope you you take something from that too. No,
1: absolutely. And and, and I just want to bring up a, a personal thing. You know, this episode, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for those of you listening, you're just going to hear a little little behind the scenes talk here putting together this episode, the plan. The 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 initial plan was that it was going to be a live stream. Uh, episode that we streamed to multiple platforms and all, all this stuff, and um, things weren't coming together, and and there was there was a little bit of like you know wait what the heck it's a little bit of frustration on on both of our parts, and we realized you know we just need to do what works, just hit record, and and do do a podcast episode, and it was. That's where we started discussing the thing about rigidity versus consistency, which I really love that. By the way, that has really just sat with me and continues to because it's, uh, it's a mirror into myself, to be very honest with you. I know I pick on you a lot, but it's a mirror into myself. And so I think, yeah, that's really important. But the thing is, we realize this is what works. And so we're giving you not a live stream right now. Sorry. We're just giving you us. We're doing what works. And that that brings me to the second lesson I learned, our fourth lesson for you here, the playful lesson. <laughs> you know,
0: where have I heard this before?
1: <laughs> you know, where have you heard this before? You know, <laughs> have fun, stop taking life so seriously. Now, you know, there's a difference, and this is something I talk about in my workshops. Being playful versus immature. We as humans, we confuse the two. If I'm joking around and being silly, it's immature. Example is if you go on the Better Mental website. You'll see some pictures from this photo shoot we had. And actually, both photo shoots we've done, I think, were so much fun and laughter and trying on different outfits and all that stuff. And so, you know, I thought, came out with some great photos because we were just having fun. That's what was captured. And even these episodes, like putting them together, just sometimes the hilarious moments we have, like... (laughs) Recording this one today and trying to get our laughter under control so we could just record, you know, all that stuff. But what happens is, and this is very important for all of you out there that have teams, when you actually bring a component of actual fun, fun, fun into your work, it improves trust actually, between people, and things actually get done faster, believe it or not. So this is not just for your mental wellness, but that's basically a, a good rule for teams. But in summary, I just want to sum up what we have for you, the advocacy lesson on advocating for yourself, the grounding lesson, grounding yourself, and the, the do-what-works lesson, which speaks for itself, and the playful lesson. And that being said, I just want to let you know that we got some things coming up, but I want to just give you a few final things before we finish out this episode. We're going to be putting out some new resources soon. And some of that is going to be some self-care videos that I've actually developed for Mike Vini Inc., my company, that I'm also going to be putting on Better Mental that you can check out. And they're really, really fun videos. We're having a lot of fun like videos on dealing with anger and stuff like that. And I just want to say, you know, thank you to all of you for listening. And moving forward, there's so many things that we have that you need to know about. First of all, we are, uh, this is just a partnership on paper and it works very, very well. But because of all of you listening and us seeing the numbers going up, that's, by the way, been a really cool thing to see the numbers go up, right, Mm -hmm. of listeners, we are forming an LLC, we're not going to say the name of it now until it's formed. <laughs> and the other thing is we are going to possibly have an international component office you know, in, in the UK. So we have it in the US and the UK. And so that's something that we're excited about. And anything you want to share on some of the upcoming stuff, Liana?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of it's still in the works, but basically, since Mike is such a great And wonderful figure in the mental health support and wellness space. And I've done a lot of work more recently in future work and mental health spaces. We realized that this is a great opportunity to kind of build past the podcast. So, yeah, I can't say a lot more just now, but keep a lookout for new updates on services, on the new brand. And, yeah, maybe some international news as well. I mean, I guess as long as I'm international, we're international, but, you know, that's what you could do. But yeah, also on my end, I'm going to also be sharing a new resource. It'll actually be available before this episode comes out. So, but you'll probably not see it until then. We'll see. But I have created a template for you. It's a mental health and work tracker, productivity tracker that I developed with my business coach last year. And I just wanted to kind of break that down for you and share it with you because it's been super helpful for me. So hopefully it helps you too. So there'll be a a Zapier article, Zapier article, along with that, that breaks down the process and what I learned from it and the template. So I'll be sharing that for sure. And yeah, I mean, honestly, it really just comes down to you all. We've been so excited to do this. I mean, we could probably just do this, meet once a week and record stuff and just like have fun the two of us. But really, it's so wonderful getting to know some of you listeners and hearing what it is that you want to learn about and hearing the impact that these episodes have had on you. So thank you so much for supporting Better Mental. And please join us for the next, you know, check in to see what we're doing this summer. And please join us for the next season as well. And I think before we go, Mike, isn't there one less bonus lesson we have to share?
1: Well, you, you kind of started sharing it already. It's,
0: it's, <laughs> no, I guess I did. <laughs> it, it,
1: it's, it's the gratitude lesson. And, you know, For yes. any of you that are uh, ever struggling, if you're listening to this and you're struggling right now, regardless of what the struggle is, one thing that I have learned is that gratitude and negative feelings or dark feelings can't exist in the same space, even if it's just for 30 seconds. So I want to take a moment to say thank you to all of you, and I want to ask you all out there to please share this podcast. We are growing. We're enjoying helping people, and as a growing podcast, we're also looking for guests and suggestions for content, so feel free to just reach us on bettermental.fm. You can find our contact information on there. You can find us on social media. If you know either of us individually, you can always reach out that way too. And uh, yeah, I just, just want to say thank you all so much for being here. So this has been a, a great episode today. Lots of little nuggets and uh, that's about it from us.
0: <laughs> thank you again yeah. so much, guys. We'll see you next season. Bye. Everybody. Or here from you next season.
1: You. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can learn more about the resources we mentioned or connect with special guests by checking out today's show notes at bettermental.fm.
0: And if you liked this episode, keep in touch by following us on your favorite podcast app. In the meantime, we'd love to hear what you think about the show. So DM or mention us on Twitter at bettermental.fm.
1: Thanks again. and See you next time.